that press conference to preview our game against Liverpool this weekend, and we'll start off with Alan from Sky. Right, uh, Sean, good afternoon. Um, I know first games back after international matches uh, can always be a little tricky. Does it help that it's a well, we'll see. Um, you know, you want everyone to hit the ground running when they've been on the international breaks. Um, some have been active, of course. Others have had uh, not so active as in the game sense. Um, but we've done some work with them players who, who haven't been playing. So, yeah, we want it to come together, of course, and deliver a performance. Is it possibly, you probably get asked this question a lot, is it a good time to to face Liverpool after an international break. I know yeah, I've been asked that many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've had a 1230 game, so they've had a lot of players away. Yeah, well, their record's very strong. They're a very good outfit. We know that. Um, our record needs change in there. We know that. It's been a long time with not many wins, um, but it's a tough place to go. Um, like I said, you know, so I don't think we'll be listening to the, the, the kind of the noise around it. We're trying not to anyway, but there is a lot of noise, rightly so. Big game. Um, but it's more about our focus to, to get through that and concentrate on our performances because I think generally they've been strong, uh, but we are taking on a top side. You've experienced one so far. That was, was at Anfield. How much are you looking forward to this one? Yeah, I must say, I mean, you know, from afar, um, you know, you know the, the stories, but it doesn't. it's not the same as when you're in it. Um, the focus stays the same, you know, when the whistle blows, you're focusing on the teams, but the build-up, the feel around it, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a, there's no two ways about a proper, proper derby. Um, I've played in a few and I've been around a few, but it's certainly the biggest one I know um, and I've been involved in. I've only had one experience, but I'll certainly be looking forward to the next one. I know you're quoted as saying it's a game for, for the people, the fans. Um... No, only, only quite that, because I think, you know, when it's something that your life is around, you know, I, th I think it's different. So I, I don't try and jump into that. You know, it doesn't mean I don't challenge myself to care deeply about it. Of course I do. About the result, the feel of the performance, the feel around the, the Evertonians. Of course I do. But I haven't got the depth. So I always, I always reference that because I've always thought it was a strange thing. Particularly, I'm, I'm still relatively new to, to Everton, you know, as a manager. And I think you earn the right to, 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 to have that same depth about these games. So I'm learning all the time. Um, but yeah, that's why I mention it's about the people because it means so much. Great to head into it, though, isn't it? On the back of uh, that victory over, over Bournemouth. Um, is there a bit more of a bounce around the place following the recent Yeah, I think, I think we were in decent spirits anyway, but I, I think it, it reaffirms to the players and the staff, by the way, the work that staff put in, um, as diligent as they all are, it reaffirms that when you, when you get it right and you take your chances and you, you find the real cutting edges in the performance, then I've always said I think we're a decent outfit. I've never lost sight of that or belief in it. Even last season, there was a lot of noise around it, but I never lost sight of that. I, th I still think with all the challenges, all the um, recruitment challenges, we've still got a very, very strong group of players, and it's about performing and delivering, but of course, inevitably winning. So I was pleased that all came together to get a, not just a performance, but a very, very uh, good win on top of a very good performance. Does the approach change in, in these games, given the frenetic nature of the fast start that you probably need in the Merseyside Derby? Well, it sometimes does, but it, it sort of shouldn't really. You want your players to go out there and have that feel. You want that edge that I've spoken about many, many times. You want that from any game. Um, but, you know, you, it's, it always adds that extra little bit when it is a game like this. Or it always seems to. Not literally always, but it always seems to. And it feels like there's that energy from the off. You can't have a, a chat with your grandson about John McCarver. Really, <laughs> True. Well, yeah. But he, I know he didn't score against Bournemouth, but he had a very good game. 
and we know we can't have a perfect reliance on, on, on one player, but he does seem crucial to the to the way Everton play. Do you see it that way? As well? Um, I don't know about crucial, but we know he's an effective player. We know he's he's getting back to full fitness and sharpness. I think that's very obvious by the the way he's playing. His stats um, support that as well. His physical stats. Um, and really, I think it's just keeping out on the pitch as many times as possible um, until he's totally free flowing. Because I think he's a very very good player. I'm I'm absolutely sure of that. Um, is this a guy again? Is he fit and available? Yeah, he he had a knock, unfortunately, that needed settling down. Um, virtually everyone, apart from the longer term, Deli Alley and um, uh, Andre, um, Seamus is on the grass for the first time with us, but he's had one day, so he needs time, obviously, after a, a long period um, out with us. So, yeah, a lot of the players have come back fit and well, which we're pleased about on the international uh, side of things. Um, and the other group have worked hard in the, the meantime. No, it's more a case of the ongoing process, you know, and we're part of the process. Obviously, I've, I've stepped into the middle of it, so it's certainly not something that involves me um, as manager, but it sort of distantly does from the fact that I'm manager. So, uh, yeah, I'll wait and see what the outcome, what it is and when the timelines are. At the minute, I don't know any more than that. I'm sure there's people talking about lots of different things. I'm just looking at the what we can um, control. I certainly can't control any of that side of the club. John, you mentioned just your second promotion at Derby. Was there anything that you learned about the first experience that will affect your preparation for um, Well, I think we've got some um, different players all play. Um, I think, with all due respect, we we had a go with Simsy up front. You know, compared with, with Dom, all, you know, all, all due respect, as I said, a very good young player, but Dom's a different. Um, category I feel as a player with his experience and especially now that he's getting fit so we think that gives us a, a slightly stronger feel about the team that is and the feel wise then um, it was what I expected you know the the, the noise uh, the, the, it's hard to explain the, the details of it but you know my main thing is, is staying focused because I don't want to get carried away involved in it because I don't want the players to I want them to get involved with the performance um, it sounds easy every manager says that kind of thing but it's not that easy when it's all the noise and the build-up and all that sort of stuff. But the players are in a, in a good place at the moment, so we want that to, uh, to continue. You talk about the noise around the sexual rivals. Is there a way, though, that you can channel that and use it for advantage? Well, that, that's what every manager wants. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, adding, adding the, the feel, adding the noise, adding the build-up into the, the tactical plan, the tactical understanding, the nature of performance. That's the blend you want, you know, because it can bring energy, of course. These games bring an energy as well. Um, and you've got to use that energy wisely as a team. And finally, from me, Jurgen Klopp has a wealth of attacking options. When there are so many possibilities, does that affect preparation? Or for you, is it simply the one philosophy that will affect how you go into um, I think sometimes it does. You know, tactically, you shift and you change and you, you organise a team um, differently. But sometimes it's, it's very subtle. Um, you know, if you look at... Liverpool's record, they tend to stick with a basic format and there are twists and there are tweaks and, and most teams do that, I think, when they've got a format they like. Um, and me likewise, you know, when I've got a format that I think works, it's twisting, tweaking, knowledge of the opposition, but also knowledge of what you can do to affect the game in a very positive manner. So it's, it's, it's finding that, 
getting it to work. You know, that's that's the secret. So, yeah, again, all these things sound really easy when we're talking about them. Not so easy when the whistle blows and there's them human beings running around to deliver. Thanks very Thank much. You. We've got to Shemaine at the BBC. Hi, Sean. Hi. Um, you said the hearing's an ongoing process. Is that the same message you've been given about the takeover? There's no messages. It's just an actual fact. It's an ongoing process. So that's it. Um, regarding the hearing, the... the uh, the takeover very similar. I mean, I, I've met them, uh, which I said to you, it was a very casual meeting. All these things take a lot of time. I know that. Um, you know, that I don't know the exact timescales on that either, but they do take a lot of time in, in my limited knowledge, but my knowledge from afar at seeing these takeovers. Obviously, there, there is lots being written about it. Is there any sort of distraction to you guys around it? Around the hearing? Um, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not looking at that. Um, I have certainly haven't heard any... Uh, voices around the change room speaking about it and around the, the staff. Um, everyone's just focused on what we do. In terms of Saturday, uh, do you need to change the setup uh, uh, somehow on, on, on the pitch? Um, well, like I was just explaining, I think twists and tweaks, I think, more than radical change. Um, we have changed this season. We went 5-4-1 at, at Villa and delivered a very good performance. We've got a good outcome. Um, we have the variances that we can, I think. Um, that was part of the fact that I spoke bigger picture-wise of getting a more balanced squad. So you can tactically flex and change more. Um, but I must say the last performance was a good one. So the performances around that have been strong as well. So, you know, I think it'll be more tweaks rather than radical change, but we'll see. And that, that squad depth will be important, won't it? Because you'll have more options to change it if required, if things are going right, if it is going right. Yeah, absolutely. You want as many players fit and, and well as possible um, and also as many uh, game fit players as well. So that's the next challenge. A few have got some minutes in internationally as well, which is helpful. Um, getting everyone to that real game uh, game fitness is important. And those details that we speak about in each box, is that what comes win or lose a game? It invariably does in every game. Um, most games, I would say. But the, the concentration and focus... In every game, but particularly in these games, I think when when there is that extra added atmosphere and that build up, I think the concentration, uh, concentration and focus for all the players is very important. And what's the message to the players before the game? Just keep delivering performances. It's you know to to the adjustment that I've been searching for since I've been at the club is is a higher level of consistency, uh, both on a weekly basis or bi-weekly, however many games you're playing, and also during a game. So to to keep the uh, consistent level of performance, keep the good habits. Um, of what we're trying to achieve and what we do on a weekly basis. And, and you know, whatever game you're playing, and we want that to be an automatic thing when I, we, we push the level to a higher level of consistent performance. Hi, Sean. Um, you said the players are in a good place at the moment. Is that simply off the back of the Bournemouth performance and the win, or is it just feeling like it's coming together a bit more? I think three out of four wins, I think, gives that extra bit of feeling. Um, I think it was there. I just think it it gives them uh, an enhanced feeling within the group. Um, the one that got away in between as well, I think we made sense. Of that. I think the players did. So I think really it's it's partly the, the literal thing, three out of four wins, and then partly the idea of the players are beginning to find each other's ways of playing and that adaption that they need does take a bit of time sometimes. And I think it's, it's continuing to grow. So, uh, yeah, a bit of both, I think. Um, you mentioned about having the edge in the Merseyside derby. It's easy to have the edge and then sometimes tensions boil over a little bit uh, in these games. How how do you make sure the players have the edge but not too much edge? Well, the game's changed. I don't think it used to. It's not as physical now as it was, um, as in 
I presume, in kind of the, the nature of tackling and, and challenges. Um, yeah, I think it's more control, but you want that in every performance. It's certainly very difficult in football to, to win games if you haven't got the right amount of players, that's for sure. So part of that in any game is to keep 11 on the pitch. Um, but that's part and parcel of the derby, is that bit of control and focus, which I just spoke about. I think that's important. Opposition managers had a lot to say about the 12.30 kickoffs. What is your take on them, particularly after an international break? Yeah, I've always been a bit more open-minded. You know, the, the Premier League programme gets laid down. It, it's it's a challenge. There's no two ways about it. Um, the more clubs are involved in all the competitions, it becomes the, an increased challenge for them, of course. So I do understand to the manager when they mention that. I've had certainly one season at, at Burnley through the Europa thing and all that, so it does get very challenging. Um but the, the programme is there. We know it early doors. We Well, it does change because it's TV, but we know it pretty early. And I think you just adapt and change. And I certainly speak to the players about that, adapting and changing their routine, trying to get that right for maximum performance. And James Garner's becoming more and more popular with the Everton fans right now. How much of a role can he play in the Merseyside derby? And just your general thoughts on his progress so far this season. Yeah, really happy for Jimmy and his progress. Um, as you put it, he's, when I got in, he'd been injured. Um, I knew of him from the season before at Forest. I went down to Forest quite a bit that season um, while I was having a rest. Um, and he, he was performing there. And, and when I got here and he was injured, as I said, to get back to true fitness, deliver, his, his adaptability for a very a young player is very, very pleasing. Um, but I still have always seen him mainly in a central role. I still do. Um, but I do like the flexibility of him. You know, he's a player that can use that wisely, and, it, and he does. And he's been very open to use it for us. And he's worked very hard in other possessions, uh, positions. Sorry. And, and he's growing into what he is, and, and that's a very good footballer, in my opinion. Um, I presume by now you've got a very good method of shutting out the outside noise that's been going on at the club. Yeah, I just don't read it or listen to it. <laughs> that's the easiest thing. Absolutely. But I was, is there a, is there, do you have a mechanism so you can work out what you don't need to hear on what you do need to hear? No, it's very difficult because the, the amount of attention every game gets now, uh, Premier League games or Premier League teams get, um, this only enhances, you know, with derbies. It's very difficult to, you, you can't stop all the messages outside of what we give them, of course, you know, the, the media, social media. Um, so the players have to learn to adapt to it. Good, bads and indifference. You know, the players have to learn that's part of their careers, it's part of who they are. Uh, managers as well, by the way, of course, staff as well. You know, everyone connected with it. So I don't think there's a perfect way of dealing with it. You just manage it the best you can. In terms of the off-field stuff, which obviously creates the most noise, or has created the most noise, um, obviously there's a lot of stuff that, that goes, there's a lot of reports, a lot of stuff swirling around, which some's true, maybe not true, and, and you sort of you put that to one side. But are there th what I'm trying to say is, are there things that you think, oh, I need to know more about that, I need to go and ask somebody about that? Or um can't really think of an example. Most of it's out there. Most of the players, if they had a, a problem with it, would come and see me um, you or question me. No, I, don't, I don't know. I know I know what I need to know, and, and that's enough for me. I don't need to you know, add in another level of someone's opinion, an opinion on this, an opinion on that. An opinion. I know what I know from inside, so you know, it's, it's often irrelevant what someone else is saying from the outside because I actually know what's going on. Okay, any further questions in the open section? He is um, mad as that is, yeah. but for an incredible cause, yeah. Yeah, for an incredible cause. He, he says you're not giving him any time off. Ah, you got to work hard, and you work hard. Go, what is it? Go hard or go home? You know, I mean, they're the rules. No, he's. 
he's he's been he's been pretty he's been pretty quiet about it actually for considering what an amazing challenge it is. But we are going to be speaking to the players and try to see if we can put our hand in our pockets and make sure that he's uh, looked after. Well, yeah, well, okay. We'll let him deal with that. <laughs> no, it's amazing what he's doing. It's amazing yeah, what he's doing. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for mentioning it. Thank Thanks you. Hi, Sean. Hi. Um, just want to say I spoke to Tony Bay last night and he, and he gave his, your stamp of approval. Tony? Tony Bellew. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear the secret. Just yeah, giving your stamp fella. of approval. Um, just want to say about yeah, you, when you went with Burnley to Anfield and you broke the, the really long home on beating record, you had a little bit of a to and fro with Jurgen Klopp in the tunnel and, and some words on the touchline. Are you expecting a heated affair again this weekend? No, I don't. I don't think. I think I spoke clearly then that every manager should be passionate about what they do. You have to control it ever more so. There's more demand on managers to control it. I think, but I think I think it's nothing other for me. That was that was you know that sort of stuff was commonplace when I was playing. When I was, when I was early in my managing career, it just gets blown up now. It was a commonplace thing. Straight after the game, full of respect, go fantastic, well done. That's the that's that's the reality as I see it. I don't. There's not a manager I can think of that I properly fell out with, as in Holder Grudge, never. And I've, I've dealt, you know, I've played against many, um, and I met them afterwards and chat with them, and you, you crack on. So I've, no, I've never never had a problem with with Jurgen Klopp or any other manager. We just both want the best for our teams, whatever team that is. It was a different team for me then, um, and every manager should do. There's nothing wrong with showing a bit of passion, and a bit of commitment to the cause. Um, and it, it didn't go too far, and it, it probably never will do me.